We are in a culture war, pushing for defunding the police, restrict unrestricted abortion. They're fighting that now. Uh, since they think Roe and Ver, uh, Wade may be reversed, or not reversed, but gone to the states, it's not going to be done away with. States are going, and now they're doing everything they can to make sure that there's no restrictions. They want to keep killing babies. That's I'm talking about the top people of the world want to keep killing babies. You know that's got to be a problem. We know that. Now they're looking for open borders. That open borders is not a democratic agenda. Open borders is for globalization. We've got to get everybody together. That's what. That's why we're being infiltrated with so many different people around the world. Because this this. This world right now, the United States of America, is so involved with all different classes and nationalities. And you'll see a little bit more of that in our teaching today. They're talking about critical race theory that's been going on for years, but only showed up in the last couple, three years. The educational system is a danger and a hurt to America. It's one of the things that's been taken... Uh, our country down. It's taking it down fast. Right? And then uh, we know that uh, they're having what they call today gender studies for third graders and younger. And that's, you know, to prove whether male or female. And they don't even look at it from... Uh, that's going on while we're sleeping and while we're working every day. And they're working with that. And they're, they're doing it real good. They're trying to strip the parents of the basic rights and the religious freedoms that they have. But you can't teach your kids right. You can't teach them the Bible and so forth. That's what's happening. Now, here's words that you have uh, maybe heard, maybe not heard. I hear it all the time. What they call anything that deals with trans world. You heard of, ever heard a trans world term? Uh, Transnationalism. Ever heard of that? Transracialism. That's their agenda. That is what's coming out, and you're going to hear more and more of that. I mean, I was upset the other day when I found out that Fox News, and I don't even listen to them, but Fox News has embracing transgenderism. They, they like that. They pay no attention to it. Now, uh, and when I wrote this down, it said gas is headed to $5 a gallon, but this morning it said it's already got there. And uh, it said it's going to go higher than that. And they said there's two reasons for it. The, the Russian war and I don't believe none of that No, uh, we had it before it was going up when he shut down the pipelines it started going up and that's happened and uh, the other is that people are getting ready to travel more this summer and they're using it's more demand and that's why it's high and uh, then as a listen something they're de dealing with a lot with you hear smallpox come out now, this is not the lesson. I'm just giving you some things to think on. Smallpox. And they're putting things in the smallpox. I do believe in what I what I picked up. And I, you know, that's another one of these things we're going to have to contend with pretty soon. And uh, one vaccination don't get you another in the wheel is what I'm about to come to conclusion. And uh, they're trying to militarize the police force. That's going to happen. Now, I've, I've said this before. You've never seen a communist nation where the people own their own guns. No. I do believe America's going to socialism. 
headed there fast is more so than it's ever been in my lifetime and yours either. And to get that, they'll have to get the guns and they'll do that. One, one thing happened, and I've said this before, the church get caught out of here. When a church is caught out, most Christians are the ones that got the guns anyhow, and then you got the you got what they call the patriots, and some of them patriots are not saved. All of them uh, are not lost, but a lot of them are. There's a lot of Christian patriots. I'm one of them. So I believe there's Christian patriots. But the thing about it is, uh, the patriots are not going to, there won't be that many of them. Of course, I believe there'll be a lot of them after the rapture. I don't believe that big crowd's going, but at the same time, uh, they don't have a leg to stand with. They'll lose all that. They're fixing to fix all that up. I'm not even going to get into that today. But you've ever seen a, a, a global a, a country, ever seen, um, you ever seen a socialist nation that didn't have military or police? The police force is national. Well, we're getting there. And uh, so that's where we're going. I even looked at where they're tapping phones. Of course, they've been tapping phones for years, but I'm talking about these cell phones. Tapping your phones and collecting data from you, and they're going to take that data to change your DNA. I've said this for a long time. People don't. Two days ago, I, I read an article on uh, Bill Gates. I don't care for Bill Gates. But Bill Gates calls for G-E-R-M, four letters. That's germ. Now that, the reason I'm putting this, the reason I'm giving this to you is because I said a statement in the, in the Wednesday night service, and I didn't hear this till Thursday. That germ stands for global epidemic response mobilization. It's called the Germ Team, and it's going to be managed by WHO, who, the World Health Organization. Remember I said Wednesday night they'd be taking care of all that in, in the future? And next day I hear this. A lot of people, anybody heard that about him? You did? All right. Then uh, I've been watching Russia and uh, Syria and uh, Israel. I do know there's some wars left. I do know today that there's three of them, Gog and Magog, Armageddon, and then the one after the after the uh, thousand year reign, and uh, Russia is going to come down to uh, and be against Israel. Right now, she's not, but she is. And I've said there's some reasons and some things that's going to have to happen in Israel that they're going to want that country, wherever nation is going to rise up to take it. And I'm watching it, <clears throat> so I watch the news there. And uh, then I, I saw that it said that uh, Israel had found enough natural gas off the coast of, uh, of uh, Israel and Lebanon there, where they joined, that's got enough natural gas to supply all of Europe. But they got a little problem. Lebanon has got a, they, they, they can get the lines between Lebanon and Israel, but it goes out over the water in one little space, special sp place, and they got a little buoy, and that buoy moves back and forth. Sometimes it's on Lebanon soil, sometimes it's on the other. By 
and they're having a they've never thought about it but now they're Lebanon's coming into play have you heard much about Lebanon lately okay I have I'll give you some more about that uh, that's near the Golan Heights now, I know about the Golan Heights I was there that's the when you get out of Golan Heights you're into another country in the Syrian place and up in uh, uh, Lebanon and those areas and uh so that's happening and they've got enough oil and so that's going to make them fight because Israel I mean Russia will be against Israel simply because Russia is the main supporter of oil and that's going to put Israel in that thing and Russia and Israel is going to tangle on that and then they get the other nations with Russia and they'll come down so that's we can see that war out there and uh, how that they're going to come together and do that. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's. I see it turning. I thought it was going to be months ahead, really. But now I'm beginning to see it's happening overnight because Israel this week has bombed Lebanon twice. Or Damascus, excuse me. Damascus. Let me show you something. Turn to Isaiah 17. Isaiah 17. We're going to pray in a minute and we'll take off some more but and look at something Isaiah 17 I want you to read that first verse and remember this keep it in mind Isaiah 17 in verse number 1 it said the burden of Damascus see that behold Damascus is taken away from being a city now this has never happened to her and it shall be a ruinous heap. Now Israel blowed up uh, a part of out, outskirts of Damascus earlier part in the week, and yesterday they blowed or the night before last they blowed up the airport. I, I saw that last night before I went to bed, uh, and one of the little things came in on my phone, and I think you sent me an email on that. I didn't see it till this morning, but it said that. Uh, they blowed up part of the airport runway. And the reason they're doing that is because uh, Iran is sending weapons through the passenger planes and landing them in Damascus. And Damascus is right next to Israel. And so Israel's taking care of business. And so it's escalating while you're sleeping. So you hadn't heard about it. Nobody's going to tell the national news is not going to tell you. They're not interested in that country, you know. Uh, they're more interested in giving you vaccine shots and uh, all that kind of transgenderism and all that stuff. So they're not letting us know everything. And uh, the news is not for us anyhow. But that's the things that you're seeing happen. So you see Damascus? Watch that. Put that 17, Isaiah 17.1. It's going to be destroyed. Now, if you hear and find out that uh, Israel blowed it away off the map, in the next little bit you're going to say, well, God said it was going to happen. So that's something you can keep up with. Now, I also saw yesterday that China's very upset at America right now because uh, America has supplied uh, some arms to uh, Taiwan, and they don't like that. So that's coming up. I also saw where there's 20,000 new eye disorders that have been reported lately 
off of the vaccine shots. Twenty over twenty thousand different disorders. Seriously, well, you know, how do you know you don't have a few of them? Don't. Gets a hold of you. But that's some of the thing. Anybody got anything to add to them? As you, since we're looking at, we're going to look at scripture in just a minute. Well, that's the thing you said. It side effects on these here COVID shots. It's eight pages long. Side yeah, effects. Yeah. Eight pages. Yeah. And I also saw where that more that are ta- have more getting COVID off of ones that have taken the shot than people that haven't had the shot. Yeah. So it's scary, isn't it? Scary business. Okay. Let's have a word of prayer and then we're going to take our Bible and go into the book of, I guess, Thessalonians. We'll start there. Fathers, we bow in your presence this morning. We thank you for the privilege of being able to call upon your name. Father, I pray you'd direct our mind. I pray, God, you'd keep us in line. And I pray, God, keep us rightly dividing the Word of God. May we not add anything to what we've uh, studied or what you've given us and what you want us to say. May we not even say that, Lord, which you would want us to say. I pray today that, Father, we'll have a good time. I pray that we'll enjoy at the same time, acquire that which you want us to have. We we'll give you the glory for it, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I'm no way going to get through what I'm going to start with today. No way. There's too much to even cover, but we'll we'll start off and we get to the place we'll start abbreviating. In other words, I'll give you scriptures and you can go home with it. But uh, we'll look at that. Now, I'm going to teach on the Antichrist. That's what I said a while ago. I'm going to teach on the Antichrist. And I'm going to do something different today. I'm going to prove that the Antichrist has been predicted since the book of Genesis. I'm going to bring you through the Scriptures and you're going to see that. And uh, so this is nothing new. There, the Antichrist is not something that just popped up. It ain't mentioned, but just a few times in the scriptures. Matter of fact, the word Antichrist and Antichrist is mentioned in 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, 1 John chapter 2, verse 22, and uh, verse 43, and in 2 John 1, 7, and that's the only places it's mentioned in the whole entire Bible. John does that. But the thought of an anti, which is against, there's always been somebody against Christ, and that has to be Satan, Lucifer, the devil, Slewfoot, whatever you want to call him. He's always been against God. It started off in the book of Genesis. And uh, so we know that there's a Christ and an Antichrist. And today we're seeing more talked about the Antichrist than we are the Christ. And I'm not teaching this lesson today to, you know, spread any fear in your lives because I'm not going to be here. I could care less who the Antichrist is. Except for helping somebody that's going to get left behind. I would like to tell them that. And then I'm not teaching this today to impress anybody of anything. I'm just looking at the scriptures. I do want to know what God says. And I'm not teaching you to look for the Antichrist. Quit looking for him. I mean, waste your time trying to look for him. Uh, 
I catch myself sometimes saying, oh, he fits the Antichrist bill. You've done that too. You'll continue to do that. That's natural. But don't uh, put your emphasis on who the Antichrist is. Uh, That's going to be worked out. God knows that's going to take care of itself. But what we want to do is get the place that we don't be shaken. That's what the Bible says, not to be soon shaken in mind. I'll show you that. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And let's read some scriptures. We go and we'll go down through it. And I pray this will help us. We're going to learn some things about the Antichrist. And uh, I'm not exalting him. I'm putting him down. Worst enemy the church could have, the worst enemy that you have, the worst enemy to the world is the Antichrist. And uh, sometimes we just call him Satan, the devil, and, uh, but he is an Antichrist. And I believe that term hasn't been used. I don't believe a lot of people mention it too much because they won't, don't want to recognize it. There's more people embracing the devil today than they are the Lord. They're more excited to be around the things of uh, darkness and Satanism than they are the things of God. We'll share that. In 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 1 it said, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto you or unto him. Verse 2, that you be not soon shaken in mind. That's what he's writing this for. That we not be soon shaken in mind. And what I'm teaching today is not to shake you in your mind. It's to impress you in your heart and inform you in your heart that you know the truth and not a lie. There's so many people don't know nothing about the Antichrist. They don't know about... I hear so much about the mark of the beast. You hear me talk about that all the time. People are scared to death. I've done that since Wednesday night. Two or three people that are in fear of what our nation's coming to right now. And it is a fearful thing. But I want to tell you, we're, we, God's Word is going to happen. You can't change that. God done laid it down. There's nothing we can say about it. That you be not soon shaken in mind or be what? Troubled. We're not to be troubled over the certain things that are happening today. And then he goes on to say, neither by spirit nor by word. And that's the inside being of us. We're not to be shaken on the inside. We may be shaken on the outside, but not to the inside. Nor by word, by what we hear, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. And I can say today we're more in the, the day of Christ more than we've ever been. We're closer than we've ever, ever been. Would you agree? I mean, it's changing fast. And uh, it's, I'm, I'm sure I ain't, I ain't going that crazy. I'm on this all the time, it seemed like, and, and I started it off like that, and I was kind of inched into it. And now it occupies your, your, your mind because you see it. You go to the grocery store, you see it. You go Walmart, you see it. You're seeing things in everywhere you go. And, and things. Yep. So I look at all this. Now he says in verse 3, and we want to look at this, and this is what he wants to do let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, what day? What day is he talking about there? For that day. That's right. See verse 2? That the day of Christ is at hand. Now he said, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, what? The day of Christ. 
shall not come except there come a falling away first. Now we thought we had a falling away 10 years ago. I preached we had a falling away 20 years ago. But we've really got a falling away now. Churches have turned against God. Stuff that they've moved to and it's just and it hadn't been it we didn't just get up one day and found out our churches were gone. It's been happening so slow. Amen. It's kinda of like putting a frog in the water on your stove and he'll sit there. And it gets warm and he won't even hop out, he just die. Gets comfortable. And that's what's happened to our churches. We just got to the place where cold and indifferent. Now he said, and that man of sin. Now you want to mark this down because these are here. And you write somewhere in your notes, Antichrist. He's called, number one, I ain't going to give you all of these, but a bunch of them I will. He's called the man of sin. Man of sin. He's got the right proper title. He is that man of sin. Be revealed. And then he's got a comma there and he said the son of perdition. We'll deal with that in a little while today if we have the time. He's called the son of perdition. And now uh, the man of sin and the son of perdition. Now Paul is pretty plain. and I've read this, this chapter a lot of times. You've heard me preach on this chapter quite often. But you're going to see things different today as we look at them. He's called the man of sin. He's called the son of perdition. And then he's talking about who. That means the same one. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. Now, he hasn't done that yet. He opposes everything that God stands for. And he's going to exalt himself above all. That's important. Keep that in mind. The Antichrist has not done that yet, but he will. He will. The, man, the Antichrist has not come. He may be on the earth alive and well, ready to take power, and he may not be. I don't know that. I can't tell you that. But from all indications of what I thought, I think he's getting pretty close to... I think him and the Lord are getting ready. The devil's getting ready to come and do his due, and the Lord's getting ready to come get the saints. I think both of them are on ready right now. All right. So that he as God, and I was going to see what he's going to do. He's going to, he's going to claim he's God. I often wonder how in the world can that be? Why would the world accept him? You know right now the people of the world would accept the Antichrist a lot quicker than they accept Christ. They don't want Christ. But the Antichrist has got some characteristics and some things about him that everybody's going to love. We'll explain a little bit of that today. I'm talking about things that I've talked about for years, but I've looked at them a little deeper now. It said, uh, God, uh, he as God sitteth in the temple. Put that somewhere in you. He's not called that, but he is going to be in the temple. That's why I say there will be another temple made. You know, I've said some times ago I wasn't sure about another temple, but I believe it will be because you're going to find him in the book of Revelation sitting in the temple. Paul said he's going to do it here. Now, Paul was like you and me. 
He's part of the church. And so we'll see this sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's what the devil's going to do. But he's saying in the beginning, I'm going to, you know, climb up and exalt himself, and he's going to be his God. That's been his desire. Now, verse 5 said, Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. These are little keys that the Lord put them words in there, and I like it. Revealed in his time. He's not revealed now. It's not his time. But one morning it'll be his time. Yep. And uh, you... And people have a problem wondering where the church is going to be here or not here. I don't even give that no consideration. I got settled on that a long time ago. A lot of people not settled on it, and they give you all kinds of arguments. And I can see where they're getting some of that when I hear their arguments. But I've got settled on that a long time ago. And I'm not. Now, verse 7 said, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. He's also called the mystery of iniquity. Put that down with that. You've got already. He's the, uh, he's the man. He's the son of, of perdition, and he's the, uh, what well, the person I give you. He's the man of sin, man of sin, and the son of perdition, and uh, the mystery of iniquity. And then it goes on to say, only he, who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. I've always preached that's the Holy Spirit. Now we have the mystery of iniquity and we'll compare that in a little while. Verse 8 said, And then shall that wicked, he's called that wicked. These are titles and terms of the Antichrist. Just here found in Second Thessalonians. Be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. He sees his rise and his demise. Verse 9, Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And then this is is after the church is gone. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusions or delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. So now that is the facts of what we see coming up with the Antichrist. I'll point out a few things here. We know today that uh, truth has fallen in the streets. The Bible said it would happen, right? And uh, we'll find today that people have rejected the truth. Many don't want the truth. You tell them the truth, but they won't receive the truth. They want to hear something that's more far-fetched. And we're seeing things that are far-fetched, and they're liking it. And that gets their attention. And uh, and there's things that's going on, we'll share that a little bit too in a minute. But we also know that they have rejected righteousness. We're living in the most unrighteous age that we've ever lived in. And it's not just in America. It's in, in around the world. When I say this, as it were in the days of Noah and as it was in the days of Lot, wickedness has been here before. 
But I'm talking about since since the Lord destroyed the earth by flood, this is the most wicked age we've ever had. World. It's got worse. And so we're looking at it. This is the darkest hour of our planet that we know of. Could have been worse before. I know darkness is upon the face of the deep because of the chaos of God, or not the chaos, but for the judgment of God. So we're living there today, and uh, it's not going to get any brighter or any better. Amen. The people in America have already fallen to a sense, not what's going to happen to them when they leave here, or the church is taken out, but they've fallen to a strong delusion now. People are listening to Satan and the voice of Satan. That's not the delusion God's going to give to people after they've heard the gospel. Now I want to turn to the book of Revelation chapter 13. We're going to talk about something out of the Revelation 13 and we're going to deal and we're going to be all over the scriptures in just a little bit. I want to deal with something called and I've dealt with it quite a few times in just a little bit today, not a whole lot. Don't have the time. I want to talk about the 70th week of Daniel. Now you talk to that to a lot of saints today and they don't know anything about the 70th week of Daniel. Some of y'all know a little bit about it, but you may not know everything there are. No, nobody knows all. But at least one thing about it, we know enough to keep us in the conversation. Some of you may not know enough to stay in the conversation. Uh, I, I get tired of talking to people sometimes and they make me look like an idiot. I mean, I've studied those scriptures and I give them what the Bible says and then before it's over with, they've got me thinking I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So I want to be versed in the scriptures. I want to know how to talk to them. And, uh, you know, like a Joe, not Joe, the Mormons come to your house and they're on to you and they, they're telling you things and uh, and then you look at them and say, well, that's not what my preacher And they'll say, how, you, uh, how do y'all baptize? And then you... You tell them how you're doing. They said, "What well, do y'all baptize for the dead?" And most Baptists said, uh, "I ain't never heard that." You see what I'm saying? And uh, they can't explain it. So now, the Jehovah's Witness—I mean, the uh, Mormon—says, hmm, "Got them, got them, got them." They don't even know what they're talking. So they can cash in on that, and they can tell you things. You think, "Okay, okay." And you never heard your preacher say it. Nobody's ever talked about it. You never read about it. And that's how these cults and these people out there are. They cash in on what we don't know. And that's why we have to deal with what we're dealing with. And that's why we're dealing with Antichrist today. If you don't know what I'm going to tell you today, you're not going to be able to deal with somebody on it. Well, Antichrist, who's Antichrist? I don't believe all that's going to happen. But it talks about it. Why well, it don't mention it but twice in the Bible. They've done their homework. I mean, mentioned two, several places, but it's just, you know, the word Antichrist mentioned two different occasions and in about four or five different verses. And so looking at that, and John's the only one to give that. So now they got you. They got you. Now let's look at something. Revelation 13. In Revelation 13, I'm going to tell you, you can mark somewhere around Revelation 13 at the head of it if you want to, the last half of the tribulation. That'll be the last half. Not the first half. 
Chapter 13 deals with the last half. The tribulation is seven years unless God cuts the days short for the elect's sake. You've heard that, haven't you? I don't know exactly what that means in particular. I don't have where God cutting months or days. But it, we know the tribulation is set out for seven years. So we're looking at Revelation 13. And when we look at it, we're seeing today that it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea. Just get the picture. They're standing on the sand of the sea. When you find the sea in the Bible, it speaks of the world. The world. You stand on the sands of the sea, looking out over It's the world. This creature that's fixed to come up is going to come up out of the world. Where? I'm not going to tell you because I don't know. So this is somebody coming out of the world. And he said, And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea. The first thing you think is he's coming up out of the Atlantic Ocean, sticking his head up and goes a monster walking out the land. But that's not it. This fella is going to come out of the sea, out of the world. Where? I don't know. I can give you an indication in just a minute. We'll see it. Having seven heads and ten horns. This is a strange looking character. What would you think if you saw me come in today and I've got seven heads and ten horns and on them ten horns I got ten crowns. And on every one of them crowns it's going to say they have the name of blasphemy. You may not recognize that's a monstrosity. Huh? Have the name of blasphemy on it. See it? That's a monstrosity. Nobody's in it. In other words, it's not going to be an exciting thing when this thing rises up. And I, this is not going to. It's not going to be a monster like that either. This is an individual. Got it? And. Uh, that's the Antichrist. He's coming up. Or he's coming. Huh? Going to be a transgender. Well, yeah, but we won't get into that today. We, we've talked about that before. I mean, because he's got all them heads. <laughs> yeah. Well, in verse number two, it said, in verse number two, said, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And it says, and the dragon gave him his power. Now who's the dragon? The devil himself. And his seat and great authority. The devil gives him his power, his throne, and his authority. He'll be a powerful man. The Antichrist will be a powerful man. We'll explain to you in a little bit what he is. He's going to be a genius. The Antichrist will actually be like a genius. He'll have answers to about all the problems. Don't you see where we're coming to now? Violence is filling the land. We talked about that Wednesday night. We know we've got violence in the land. It's going to get worse. It was schools. I told you that. Schools and things. And now it's going to happen. Churches, 
businesses. You don't know where you're exempt when you go to Walmart or the grocery store anymore. Things are crazy, and it's going to get worse. And people are hunting things to do. I showed you about the dollar bill a while ago. Fold it up. It's going to be stuff like that. Things that you've never heard of before. People are sitting after the devil's got their minds so twisted and warped on drugs and and uh, in the modern system, what we've got today, their, warps are, their minds are warped so bad that they're sitting thinking evil continually. The Bible said in Noah's day, and all they had on their mind was wickedness, constant wickedness. And we got people like, see, we got to get a hold of these things. We think, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. We heard that all our life. But it's going to happen. It's not going to happen to us. Oh, yeah. Amen. Y'all with me? Understand that. So people need to see that. Churches don't see that. Preachers don't preach that. And uh, we're going on. Everybody is today trying to make their self back at the new normal. Or not the new normal, but the normal of what we had before COVID. It's never coming back to that. It's over. We're in a new world. And even when, when you get the one world system, and it's coming. I preached that for years and years. But I didn't know what I'd see at this close. And it's kind of exciting. And it's, you know, it's not devastating to me. I just learned to live with it. And I got the grace of God and I got God on my side. And He's on mine. I don't have to worry about it. So I just keep it going and I'm enjoying it. But now, let me just show you in verse number two. He's talked about the leopard, the bear, and the lion. And uh, we look at them. I won't get into all of these, but I'll just share uh, what's going to happen. You remember, and I believe this will be toward the last half of the tribulation hour, because uh, I said that's where chapter 13 starts. And all this is heading up toward the battle of Armageddon. I don't understand about Gog and Magog and where it ends and the other starts. I ain't got that together. I don't reckon I have to know, but uh, uh, that'll... It'll prove itself in a few days down the road. But what's happening uh, when you when you when you look at this, you're going to see a one world order here. This is a one world order in chapter 13. And the beast which I was which I saw was like unto a leopard. Stop and think about the leopard. Man. What color is the leopard? Body. Huh? Body. All right, let's get the spots. It's what? Black, Yellow, yeah. black, and a white underbelly. Yeah. All right. Who's the, who is the yellow people? Chinese. The Orientals. Asians. Those. What nation is rising to the top right now that nobody's paying no attention to? That is going to be your country that's going to be in full charge one day. America's going down. And uh, so you, you'll find, and Russia's the bear. So I'm telling you, I read this last time when we was here in the last study, we talked about all them coming together with Russia and going down to. Now I'm preaching something that I ain't never heard a preacher preach. I'm telling you this God showed me this this week, and I've never heard a preacher preach it. I believe that you're going to find China come to the top. 
the spots are going to be joined with them on that. And that's Russia. And I believe Russia, I said this last time, I, I know that I've heard preachers preach this now, that Russia and China will come together because of the, it talks about the northern countries are coming down. And they'll join together to come against Israel. You see what I'm saying? And then then the white. What's the white? The underbelly white. White's always been known as America. And you think, so America ain't going to have no power. It'll go wrong for the ride. I've always said that America would even rise up against Israel one day. Huh? Well, it will. It said all nations have come against Israel. Talks about them. All of them are coming. Now, we're not going to be here. Hallelujah. We're going to be out of here. But what I'm trying to tell you is, Russia, uh, uh, it, just, it excites me just to know that we're that close to what could be happening. And it may be months, maybe years, but we're close. It ain't going to continue on for another hundred, I'll guarantee you that. Not like it is. The world will. Because God don't go destroy the earth till at least a thousand seven years from now. Right? We got still have, we got a thousand year millennium. And then there's a space of time after the millennium before that last battle happens. So I don't know what that space of time is. It may go a while. So if these kids born in in the uh, millennium, it's going they gonna have to be at least the age of accountability. You see what I'm saying? Before or God take the children out one, don't matter. But I'm saying that they we got at least a thousand seven years before the world is changed. That's why I don't worry about the sun running out. So we know we got that much. You read the Bible and get that. So that's where you don't worry about them blowing up the earth. They're not gonna do it. God's gonna step in. You can't go past what God's done. He signed his word and it's here. That's his covenant, and you can't step out of that. I'll prove to I'll prove to that to you maybe tomorrow night. But anyhow, we I've got so many sermons, Lord have mercy. Y'all pray for me to get through all today and to, and tomorrow and in tomorrow night. Ugh, praise God. But what I'm looking at is right here, I'm seeing that. Now, we don't want to talk about the rest of them, but we're seeing that things are happening. This beast is going to rise up out of the sea. And then we're going to go down and look at it. Now, uh, this is the first beast, and the first beast comes out of the sea. And the Bible, let me go down and point out something in that. Look at verse number 3. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. I'm not going to get into that today either, but there's a, there's a lot to talk about there. And his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? There was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Now underline that forty and two months. Now this, huh? Three and a half years. Okay. This is going to be the rule of the Antichrist. This is not particularly him. Uh, it's talk, talking about him appearing on the scene. 
Now, he's already appeared on the scene. He's coming out in Revelation 6 on a white horse, but he's going to offer peace to the world. And when the rapture takes place, the country is going to be in such a turmoil that it's going to need peace. Keep that in mind. America's going to be in such a turmoil. That's why we're having what we're having now. They can't do nothing about this business of people killing people. They can't figure out what to do. One reason they can't figure it out is because they throw the Bible and God away. They don't ever look for a spiritual reason. We know how to, we'll take guns, we'll take, we'll get this from you, we'll get that from you, we'll make you do this. And people's just not made to do them things. They're going to have to have God in the heart for the devil to calm them down. They can't calm the devil down without God. So everything America does is not going to stop the violence. They done done away with the penal system of what we know as, um, you know, and they're letting prisoners out and all that sort of thing and uh, patting them on the back and all that. Well, can I remind you of this? These 42 months is three and a half years that that uh, the Antichrist is going to rule. Actually, he's going to rule three and a half years. Now, this is an imitation of Christ. How many years did the Lord, he started his ministry at the age of 30, and he lived on this earth and he died Thirty, uh, three and a half. His ministry was three and a half years, and the devil's making his rule, and he's going in. Have you looked at that before, just to see it? Forty-two months. The devil is going to do the same thing. He's tracking in the same footsteps that Christ did, because he's an antichrist. He's an imitator. And for three and a half years, the devil is going to rule. And Christ had his ministry. This is actually going to be the ministry. Do what? Yeah, I'm going to stop it right here and we'll start again. <laughs>